All right, back again. Boxed up UFC. Slimy and Artura's. Uh, how are we doing? Doing well. I'm kind of wearing it from last night, but, you know, I'm ready to talk UFC no matter what. And we're back after uh, no UFC. We did record last week, so we're, we're banging out these episodes every week. We got an episode coming out, but uh, after a few weeks of no UFC or one week of no UFC, we have another another fight night. And this, yeah. the, 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 these these are the vegetables, and then the next week we got the fucking steak. Yeah. Um, so I, the last week without the fight card, it sucked at the time. But now that we're here on the Friday before this fight night, it's like, wow, without the, the UFC uh, last weekend taking up so much of my, like, I don't know, investment in when yeah. it comes to, like, betting and, and just, like, watching sports and shit. It's been kind of nice. I think it was a much-needed break, honestly. I found myself watching the Champions League final. Is that yeah. what it was? Real Madrid, Dude. baby. Yeah, I was watching. I'm like, dude, you should have be watching UFC right now. Now I'm watching soccer. Great game, but I would never have done that if it wasn't for no UFC. So yeah, I'm ready to get back. Whatever. I'm ready to yeah. get back. Um, so as of now, weigh-ins just ended. All fighters weighed in correctly. So that's all 14 fights. Yeah, that's boring. All 14 fights are still on, though. So we got a really uh, a lot of action going on. Early like start early time. card too. Yeah, early start yeah. time. Why I don't understand that at all. 10 a.m. Pacific 10 a.m. local time. time. Vegas. Yeah, I don't know. That's cra- or central to yeah, that's crazy. And like I I thought maybe it was because like the the finals would be on tomorrow, but they don't even play tomorrow, they play Sunday. So I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because the NHL finals maybe it's or the conference finals. Yeah, that's yeah. probably on ESPN. I doubt it though, because I mean, maybe. I don't know. It, it's weird. But, like, I feel like this happens randomly, but it's usually for, like, the international cards. So, yeah, I don't really have an explanation for it. You know, I'm kind of – I kind of like it. So, it's a noon start time in Central Zone. So, I'm just going to start day drinking probably and yeah, watch it outside. I don't know. We'll see. But I, if you're a fighter and you got to – if you're Aaron Blanchfield and J.J. Aldrich, you're up at, like – the crack of dawn getting ready to fight at 10 a.m. Like that's tough. That sounds horrible, bro. Oh, but that's terrible. what they were doing in uh in when they would go to Dubai, the fighters wouldn't like they would be nocturnal pretty much because they didn't want to fuck up their sleep schedule, which that sounds crazy too. Like for the like the old Khabib cards and shit, like they would like stay up all night and train and like sleep during the day. But like go to the pressers like it's a crazy like the sleep is managed so weirdly sometimes it's crazy well next week they're in singapore and i think it's like normal american time pay-per-view so like this is something we can talk about next week but i wonder like what local time the card is in singapore like what time it'll be starting that'd be yeah i have no clue no i guess i will save that for next week but let's take a look at these fights um, we were both saying before we started recording that we're not as prepared probably for this, uh, card as we usually are. No. And I think no UFC last week probably made us kind of just, we took a little two week break, you know, nothing wrong with that, but what's the out of the routine, but you know, honestly, there's some names on this card. There's 14 fights. 
there almost are... all of them, I know at least one of the fighters. So, I mean, hey, that's something. It's like um, an ass for on a fight night. So, kicking off the prelims, Aaron Blanchfield and J.J. Aldrich. Aaron Blanchfield, whom we saw in Vegas dominate Miranda right. Maverick. Um, yes. Going against J.J. Aldrich, who's coming in on, I think, a four-fight win streak. Three-fight win streak. Three-fight win streak. Against Courtney Casey, yeah. Vanessa Demopoulos, and Jillian Robertson, who, I mean, take take of that what you – Take from that what you will, but I don't know. What do you think? I mean, here's the thing. All right, so the odds are J.J. Aldridge is plus 350 and Aaron Blanchfield is minus 475. I mean, that's a really big line. I mean, I honestly, like from what I've seen from J.J. Aldridge, she's not that bad. Um, she's won her last three, and she's 7-3 and three in the UFC. Her three losses are a split decision. To Sabina Mazo, who's terrible, out by the way, by my girl Macy Barber, and then her UFC debut, she lost. But I mean, I don't know. Like, what do we really know about Aaron Blanchfield? Like, she has two decision wins in the UFC. She dominated Miranda Maverick. Um, That's something because we we think Miranda Maverick's good. That's I true. Do. I do at least. Yeah, I think she could be good. I think we still don't know enough about her yet. We haven't seen her enough. But, I don't know, for me personally, like, I mean, obviously Vegas loves Aaron Blanchfield, but I think J.J. Alders' value here, I think from what I've seen, like, I've watched her last few fights, and she look. I mean, she's been pretty dominant. Um, I mean, not the craziest competition, but, um, I mean, J.J. Alders has been minus 300 favorites in some of her fights too. So, I don't know. I, I do agree. The line is a little wide, uh, but like if you, if it's you wider than you'd me, expect. Yeah, wider than like, you'd expect. Again, we don't know much about Blanchfield, like comparatively. But if you ask me, you know, out of ten times, like how who wins this fight more out of ten times? I think Blanchfield's taking it at least like seven out of ten. Which does that justify the, the line? No, but like I'm pretty comfortable putting her in a parlay. I think her only loss in the UFC is to Tracy, not in the UFC, but her only loss in her career is to Tracy Cortez. So, I mean, really, yeah, eight and that's one. So, hey, how about this? Hey, that's hey, that, hey, that, that's what about these finite episodes. We're gonna be name dropping the whole time, just like random ass, like, oh. <laughs> They lost it. They beat this for, you know what I mean? Uh, Aaron Blanchfield by decision is minus 165. Jesus Christ. So that's what's expected to happen. That's crazy. And I don't even, I don't like the under either. It's two and a half plus 210. I don't really think there's going to be a finish. So I don't know. I might sprinkle JJ just for fun, just because I think it's valuable. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all. And I think women's dogs have been a play lately too. You well, okay. Here's another thing. After last week, on the first fight of the night, the underdog has won three straight in a row. Three in a row. Three straight. That's true. None of to be fair, none of them were none of them were this big. Yeah. So I think the other the other thing is Blanchfield is 23. If she can like dominate JJ Aldrich, like I wanna I want like some prospects, you know. I want her to like mm-hmm. be be legit, like problem. But we'll see. Yeah, I, don't know. I agree. We'll see. We will see. We we shall see. Um, 
All right, this next fight, got to be honest, don't know much about these guys. Andreas Mikolaitis. Mikolaitis. Versus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> versus Reinhardt Fakhratidinov. Um, yeah, this is – yeah, I don't know. So Mikolaitis right. is the dude who Pereira flying need in at Madison Square Garden last fall. Okay, yeah, that's his last – that's his last fight. So – um he's I, he's one he, so he's one and two in the ufc both losses are by ko um and he's the dog and this other guy is his ufc debut so he's so, won like a million fights in a row it looks like so i mean we've got runa is minus 265 andreas michelatus is plus 215 it seems like they're giving this guy um not a can, but a favorable matchup on his UFC debut, if that makes sense. What is him by KO? What are the on that? Because I've seen – I've uh, – Renat. I've seen him get hyped up on Twitter a little bit. Plus 120. Okay. Um, the under that. the under one and a half is plus 125. All right. Okay. Let's. So, this dude hasn't lost since 2014. Wow. So I mean, we'll again. Don't really know what to say. I don't know what else to say. But all I know is that I think my from what I've seen on paper, I think Renat should take care of business. Yeah. Um. Long, yeah. Long winning streak. UFC debut. This other guy is one and two. Gotten KO'd twice. Um, and then the odds are what they are. So. Yeah. Um. I saw a tweet. This is a little fun fact. Michaelatus has fought at. Uh, 205, 185, and now this fight's at 170. So that's he's mm. moving, moving down. But we'll see what goes on with that's that. Renat KO. I, mean, I so kind of like Cannoneer. Yeah, that's weird to me. I think it's it's weird to me when fighters go up in weight instead of or when it's weird to me when they go down instead of up in weight. It's weird. Aging, it's like yeah, it's weird how we've talked about this before too. How like. When you change weight classes, like you're not really sure if it's going to give you an advantage. You know what I mean? Like Dan Hooker moved down. I think and it's got the knocked out yeah. immediately. I still, um, yeah, but I still think it's the most overrated thing in in mixed martial arts is weight cutting. I don't like DC talks about how it's really not that necessary, or it, maybe that's not DC. It's somebody did. It's really not that necessary compared to wrestling, where wrestling really matters. UFC doesn't really fucking matter. Uh, you, right. you stay your normal weight class and you'll you'll be fine. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's irrelevant. Third fight, we know these guys. Jeff Molina and Zalgis yeah. Zumagulov. Okay, so Zalgis is not that good. Um, okay. He's one and three. Um, and his one win, he guillotined some John. And he's a really big favorite. Um on the Poirier McGregor three card. Um, his last fight, I don't remember he got knocked by Menel Cape. He was doing okay, but he got knocked. Yeah. So yeah, he's one and three in the UFC. Meanwhile, Jeff Molina's three and oh, one finish. His last fight is Daniel Da Silva. Um one bonus for fight of the night. So the odds are Jeff Molina's minus 180. Zaglas is plus 155. So I don't okay, so 
I, I don't hate Zagloss, honestly. Ew, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, don't, I expect this to be a really good fight because they're probably both going to be trying to strike the whole time. Um, and with Molina, like, yeah, he's 2-0. Like, he won his contender series fight. Like, I'm not entirely sold yet. Like, if, if he has a good performance here, I'll be I'll probably be sold. But um, in his Arosha Lang fight, uh, where he won that fight of the night, like, it was close, man. Like, he was getting he was getting hit. You know what I mean? Mm. So, it's like, Zalgus is the type who is trying to... Like, if you watch the, the Manel cop fight, like, they were just swinging the whole time. So, yeah, it's like... he was. That was just a power difference, but Manel has that in everyone in the flyweight division. Right. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't hate Zalgus at the uh, plus 155, though. Um, but I'm just more excited to just to watch this fight in general. Third fight of the night, I feel like this has good potential to be in the running for fight of the night as well just based off their styles you know what i mean yeah i agree the under two and a half is also plus 160 which i don't hate i don't hate that at all either especially considering mm-hmm. like molina has finishes and Zalgas has finishes and has been finished before so yeah so i think i think that's you see you got some value there um but yeah, I agree. It definitely has the most potentials uh, as of the fights we've talked about so far to be fireworks. Um, yeah. I mean, Zaga's kind of a funny fighter, too. He really just kind yeah. of throws himself out there. It's kind of he's getting knocked where the other guy is. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like Zalgas. It's always good to see Zalgas out there. He's, he's just, funny. He's funny. Yeah. And Molina, if he can get a convincing win, then I'll I'll, I'll start maybe – Given him the box up bump. He he's not quite there yet. He's like number six. He's like number 16, probably. Like he's okay. Right so he'd probably be ranked after this. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving on. Tony Gravely and Johnny Munoz Jr. So Gravely last fought on the Nganu versus Gon card. Yep. And he basically just like wrestled the dude to death. Um, I only remember that fight, bro. I wish it, I could remember these fights. I know I watched that. I just don't remember. There wasn't really much. He had 11 takedowns, bro. Yeah, like he dominated the dude. Um, he uh, he lost to Nate Maness. And, you know, he's been in the – he's been in here. He's got one, two, three, four. He's three and two in the UFC. Um, and then on the other side is Johnny Munoz Jr., who's 11 and one. He last fought on the Derek Lewis and Cyril Gon card. Yeah. And he also, both these guys have lost to Nate Maness in their career. Interesting. Yeah. What? Like, that was so weird, bro. And Nate Maness. Nate Maness is 3 0 in the UFC. Oh, his next fight's against Umar Nurmagomedov. When is that? I don't know. Uh, I want to, dude. Nate that's com- that's, in like, uh, that's coming up in like a few weeks. Do you know who this guy is? I don't even know who this guy is. Well, I do now. Shit. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. 14 and 1. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Two finishes. Wow. Okay. Nate okay. I'm sprinkling Nate Maness his next fight. Going against Umar. All right. Yeah, I, against I, Umar. I'm, I'm going to. Um, um okay. I don't know. What are the anyway, odds on this? What are the odds on this? Okay, the odds uh gravely is minus 140. Munoz is plus 120. Okay. Over under is two and a half and minus one twenty five, which kind of makes sense. Both these fighters have a lot of finishes on their resume. 
Gravely's four of his six fights have hit the under, and Munu's one of his two have hit the under. So I don't hate that either. This might be a good fight, man. Shit. I yeah, I yeah, I think so. I mean, what's it's weird though, because if you look at Gravely's um his fights past his most recent one, and most of them are finishes. I don't know if they're fireworks or not, but the last fight he just decided to just fucking just to, take this guy down eleven yeah. times and just hold him there. Yeah, damn, dude, Tony Gravely, he's got some names on his resume. Instead, it lost... speaks to the preparation for certain fighters. I don't know. Yeah, okay, let me let me let me tell you about Tony Gravely. In 2015, he lost to Pat Sabatini. Um, my guy. He lost to Marab in 2016. Um. He lost to Patchy Mix, who's Bellator pretty good in Bellator. Um, Draco Rodriguez, he beat Chris Moutinho. He knocked out most of – okay, I'll say most of the names are when he's losing. So maybe that's not a good thing. But, hey, good fight. I, I don't I, know what to do. I don't know. Betting-wise, do do I don't have a lean. Like, if Betting-wise, I, I like the under. Okay. Okay. Something can, tells me Tony Tony Gra- something tells me Tony Gravely though. I don't know. I don't know. What I kind of like that too. I kind of like that too. Because <laughs> also, hey, take it with what you will, but Tony Gravely got finished by Maness and Munoz did not. Okay. No. I don't know. No. I I'm, I'm just giving you the facts. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just giving These you the are facts. the facts. Uh, if I had to pick a side, I'd probably go Gravely just because I'm more familiar with him. But we'll see. Should be a good close fight so far through four fights. This should be a good card, man. I don't know. Uh, moving on though, we've got Benoit Saint Denis versus Nicholas Stolte. Um, so Nicholas Stolte, let me see here. He's 0 and 2 in the UFC. Not and his good. last fight, if you're I remember this one, his last fight, he got knocked by Jared Gooden in the first minute of the fight yeah. on the Hall Strickland card. He got knocked. Um, and Jared I Gooden has – wait, no, he has fought since then, um, which I don't think that's a very good loss at all. And then you've got Benoit Saint-Denis. Do you, remember, also, do you remember his last fight? Who, Benoit Saint-Denis? Yeah, do you remember – that was the fight in the in Abu Dhabi, the Blasvis Teixeira, where, like, Saint-Denis was getting, like, absolutely slaughtered and, like, Anik and DC and shit. We're like trying to, we're like saying, stop the fight, stop the fight. Oh. And it was like the like Russian uh, referee. And right. he got like, he didn't call or he didn't uh, ref any more fights that night because of how like poorly right. he handled this. Because I mean, he, he got, got outstruck 149 to 67. He got fucked up, dude. Like it was crazy because usually you don't really hear the announcers blatantly complain no. about stuff like that but they were like no. dude this guy needs to stop the fight that's insane yeah well these guys are two fades they're 0 and 3 in the ufc so far combined um what are the odds what do we got for odds? Anthony's minus 155 and nicholas stolze is plus 135 okay i think dude i wouldn't even be opposed to to putting the juice on saint denis i think stolze might just be like a giant fade more really? of a fade than saint denis yeah and the under two and a half is minus one twenty. Okay, maybe so, like, that, I think that's, maybe that's more of where I should look. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think I think with cars like this, you have to, I think, steer more of steer, like go like direct your attention towards the unders more when these these like because these fights could go either way, right? Every it, time they're like not very well known names and they're evenly matched on according to the odds makers. So. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of close lines, man. So I do maybe this is the card where we get like thirteen unders or something. Like I, I hope so, bro. That'd be amazing. I'm gonna be hammering unders, honestly. Um, where are we at? Okay, Damon Jackson returns. Damon Jackson's fucking good. I think. Wait, hold up. I'm not. Our our list is different. Oh, oh. Yeah, Damon Jackson. Um, dude, yeah, he's the biggest favorite on the card. Minus. Uh, 675 against Daniel Argetta, who was a name we know, at plus 475. Demond Jackson is three and one, his last four, and his one loss is to Taporia. It's a good loss. Knockout. That'll happen. And this is Argetta's um, USA debut. He was on the Ortega Volkanovsky uh, tough. And I don't remember exactly how he – I think he won a fight. Or maybe he didn't. I don't remember, honestly. No, maybe. he lost to, to Ricky Tercios. In the, yeah, okay, got it. Uh, so, there's giving him a fight. Um, I don't think he's going to win just because I think these lines are pretty accurate. Yeah. It didn't really impress me in, the, in tough. And Jackson has beaten some – you know, he beat Charles Rosa. He's being some guys. His last was one uh, against Kirk was pretty dominant, if I remember correctly. Arm triangle. Yeah, I don't really Santos Ankalov. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Um that card was a banger, I remember. That was with the uh Pereira Bruno Silva and the McKinney Dober fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That card was kind of a banger. Um, yeah, Dan yeah, Jackson. I, I, there's I, really I, not much else to say about this fight. No, except- just, I'll, I'll give you his KO right here. Uh, or, you know, his submission is minus 110. Wow. His KO is plus 600. I mean, I don't know. I could, I mean, I don't know. I could see it. Well, okay. Yeah, submi- was, he, has, was, he has no he has no KOs, but when you're fighting someone who's that much worse than you, then, you know, I don't know. So, when was the tough? Was it Bantamweights or Featherweights? It was, it was Bantamweights. So, this is at Featherweight. So... Jackson is like he's been fighting at featherweight, so Argetta's like mo- moving up from bantamweight, so he's a little bit smaller. But we'll see. Yeah. Again, that shit's a little overrated, like you were just saying over like weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shit, but like, I don't put too much stock into that. It, it's something to think about. Uh, moving on, Joe Selecki versus Alex De Silva. I've heard of Joe Selecki. That's all I really could say. Um, uh, yeah, I, I have two. Um, I'm looking my Austin quick. Hubbard. Didn't he get? Uh, didn't he get cut? He did get cut, unfortunately. Cut off a win, he got cut. He was, he was a staple prelim guy. I kind of yeah, that. yeah. I don't know what he's up to now. Honestly, maybe he's just taking a little break. Uh, okay, so Selecki beat Jim Miller, one of the UFC. Yeah, he beat Jim Miller, and his last loss is to Jared Gordon, uh, who just saw fought a fight recently, and then Alex De Silva is one and two in the UFC, and. He has a loss by Schultz front headlock, which is interesting. His last fight was to Brad Riddell. Um, I'm guessing he lost I, to Brad Riddell. That was a while ago, bro. UFC 253. 
I was in that was in that was September 2020, bro. So he's in oh, final one. was when Izzy impregnated Paulo Costa. Yeah. So um Selecki has fought twice since um what do we got for odds on this. De Silva's last fight. De Silva's plus 140, Selecki's minus 160. I feel like Selecki should be the favorite. So Joe Selecki beat Jim Miller, and then he lost to Jared Gordon or Jared Gooden. Jared Gordon. No, Gordon. I guess. Jared Gordon's not that good. Yeah, I don't. This is a weird-ass fight. I kind of want to ride De Silva for some reason. Just my gut is telling me to take the underdog on this. I mean, if your gut's telling you to do it, but I don't I don't know. I don't see. I don't know, man. I mean, he fought Brad Riddell. That's, that's, he hasn't fought in so long, bro. That's crazy. Brad Riddell, man. It's fucking Quake. Quake Riddell, bro. Um, he has a fight schedule. Who's Brad Riddell fighting? Jalen Turner. Fighting, yeah, that's going to be a banger. A banger. Dude, I don't know, man. This is like the fifth fight in a row where we're like, yeah, you know. Uh, I, <laughs> there's, there are two. It, I hate these close lines. I can't give like a hot take about him. I don't know like what's <laughs> what side to lean. Okay, I'll give you a hot take. Alex De Silva plus one fifty five. Take it. The under two and a half is plus one fifteen. Here's a hot take for you. Alex De Silva by submission plus twelve hundred. He's Brazilian. Yeah. Hey, that's what I'm saying, bro. There might be some value there. Talk. <laughs> uh, I can't wait is, to is see this. This is good, though, because when I'm watching these fights tomorrow, they're so closely matched that I'm going to – I don't know what to expect. Because, like, it's yeah, – like exactly. The, the Jackson fight is probably the one exception where it's like, okay, like, he's probably going to kick this dude's ass. And usually, like, exactly. the past few cards, I feel like we haven't had, like, this many close lines. So, like, that'll make it entertaining at least, you know? I agree. Uh, can we talk about Ode Osborne? Is he still is he on your list? Oh, we got we got one fight before that, uh, and we don't have okay. to spend much time. Carolina Koval Cage Kavich, Felice Herrig, banger alert, banger alert. Carolina is hasn't she lost like four in a row? She lost five in a row. So okay, she's lost she's... to Andrade, Waterson, Grasso, Xiaoyan Yan, and Jessica Penny. That's tough. I mean, she's minus 105 and Fleece Herring's minus 115. She's beat Fleece Herring before. What? When? 2018, split decision on the Habib versus Al Iaquinta card. And it was, dude, this is like an all time don't touch this fight. This is, nah, I gotta, I gotta take Carolina because I gotta ride the Polish power. She has no power though. There's <laughs> <laughs> no power. All right. Well, let's uh, look at what's Felice done recently. Felice Navidad. I have no idea. Okay, so she's on a three-fight L streak. She lost to Carolina in 2018, lost to Waterson in 2018, and then in 2020, she lost to uh Verna Honda who we saw fight a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she's she's not bad. Oh man, what's um, the under two and a half on this? Plus two forty. That's it. Dude, how okay? There's, how are you gonna give me Bobby Green and Li Quinta at like plus three forty, and then this fight yeah. is, is at that? This fight should this should that be like is plus five hundred to the under. I think you I think you broke the broke the system when you bet on that, dude. Yeah, I. Dude, but I, I agree. Like, there's no way this is gonna. There's no way there's gonna be a finish in this fight. I say that now. There's probably gonna be in the it, first minute, but like, <laughs> I don't see it, bro. 
bro, that Bobby Green under, that is like the only time in my betting quote-unquote career that I've ever like identified a line that was just like so outrageous and it actually paid off for me. So I'll never forget I know. it. <laughs> but dog, Carolina, five L's in a row. How is how she, she even in the job? How is she in the UFC, bro? This is like Sam Alvey level of fucking. See, do you, do you fade her to keep the streak going, or well, is she going okay, to get well, a win? Okay, listen, dude. Her last win was against the same yacht, and her five L's were well, Je- other than Jessica Penny, four of her five last L's are against like top seven. Uh, one, what is this? One fifteen or one twenty five? Yeah, that's god damn, dude. I don't know. I think this dude. I bet on Carolina her last fight, I remember, and it was a terrible decision. Um, has Fleece Herring finished anybody recently? Let me take a look. Um, let's see here. Her last finish was in 2016. She lost to Paige Van Zandt once upon a time. Herring okay. by KO submission plus 400 might be value. What is that at? Plus 400. Oh, plus 400. What? That's I think Carolina might get... Might get subbed, maybe? I Dude, I don't know. I Dude, I don't know. This whoa, is an all-time... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fleece Herrick has a win over Alexa Grasso. Wow. That's what I'm saying. I think you, I think, uh, I think you gotta keep fading Carolina. All right, okay. Point. I think... Dude, but she... Carolina beat this girl before. Oh man, this is bro. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm 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 not gonna bet on this fight. There's no chance of betting this fight, bro. This is the definition of pick a side and live or die by it. (laughs) Oh my god, dude! This gun in my head. The smart thing is gun in my head. I'm going Felice. I think we gotta fade Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going Felice. I can't, dude. Carolina's. I've already I've already been on the Carolina train before. I did not expect to get uh, so boxed up by this fight, but <laughs> hey, as it happens on these cards, hey, sometimes at least the ones you would least expect are the ones. This, that... this would be this is going to be a game time decision for me, probably. Um, who's Jessica Penny? And then okay, I know Jessica Penny. I just saw her picture. Okay, none of this makes sense, but we said before some fighters. They lose to the higher level competition, but they beat who they're supposed to beat. Carolina is an example of that. She loses to like a bunch of good fighters, and she beats the people like Jody Esquibel. Do you know who Jody Esquibel is? Neither do I. No. Uh, she beat Rose Nana Eunice once upon a time. I don't know. This fight. What well, these stupid. once upon a times don't mean shit now, though. You know what I mean? Like these. Yeah, it, it's, it's about what six you, years ago. It, it's about what have you done for me lately? And she's lost five in a row. There's no way I'm betting on. That's just that's just it. That's just well, game time decision. Probably I have to fade Carolina. I think that's probably what you gotta do. All right. Well, here we go. Moving on. So this is one that I wanted to kind of talk about. Alonzo Menafield. Fuck. Hold on. We're, we'll get to Ode. Don't worry. We'll get to Ode. <laughs> Alonzo Menafield is fighting Askar yeah. Mojarov, who has been the uh the talk of the card a little bit because his I don't know the full story to be completely honest because it's been I've seen like a hundred different things but apparently his record 
was different than what it is now because he yeah. was fighting under different names. So like it, there wasn't a clear what the fuck is that, bro. There wasn't like a clear um like it was it was unclear if it was him who was fighting or if it was someone who had like a similar name because you know he's got like he's from Ukraine, like he's got like a weird yeah. like European type name that sometimes Americans have trouble with. But anyway, he's 19 and 12 now. I don't know what is it was like 19 and four or something, like a couple days ago. Um what? He's yeah, like so many L's have been put onto his record now because they have found out like this dude like is not who we thought he was, apparently. So okay, so it's on him then. Like he's not getting fucked over. No, it's I don't think it's necessarily like his fault. I, I want to I don't know. It could be though. I don't I really don't know. But that seems a little sus, but it's but funny hey. how they're all losses. They're adding all losses to his record. Right. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like these are from promotions that I've never even heard of. The Akmat Fight Show, never heard of that. The Legend King Championship. Oh, yeah. Chinese MMA Super League. Like he was fighting all over the place. But in response to this news, I've seen the line on Menafield jump a lot, and he's what, like minus 220 now? Uh Menafield is minus 250. Uh, Asgard's plus 200. Menafield has I think he's gonna knock him uh, out. He's been around the block, man. He's he's beaten, he knocked out Paul Craig. He's lost to OS. Another dude, Paul Craig. That's one of Paul Craig's yeah. weird. And he we beat him. His his three losses are kind of lit, though. He lost to Devin Clark, William Knight, and he got knocked out by OSP. Those are kind of lit lot. Those, like those are all like fire names right there. But wait, besides wait, wait, wait. them, on his record, he hasn't beaten a lot of notable names. Um, but then again, I think Askar falls into the category of one of the names that isn't bit. I mean, again, I don't know much about him. It's his UFC debut. So yeah, but I think Metafield, I mean, the line is what it is for a reason. I and agree. he has a Von Flute choke on his record too, which is very interesting. Against the legend Fabio Charant. Yep. <laughs> the water buffalo. Who's 0-4 in his UFC career. Um, okay. I, yeah. Menafield by KO is probably what I'm going to write here. Um, also, I'm looking at his, his picture on Tapology right now, and he's making like a crazy like here. I'll, I'll send I'll send a picture of it to you right now. This is kind of funny. But yeah, that shit's crazy about people finding out about the dude's previous losses that like we didn't that know about wild. before. I mean, in, today, in today's day and age, you're not going to get away with something like that if right. he was trying to get away with it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I feel like this is because of that. If Menafield wins, like Majorov's are going to get cut. It's like, dude, get out of here. You're a fraud. Yeah, probably. Okay, I'm looking at the. <laughs> yeah, so that's Menafield. That's funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, again, he's fought some names. I think that's you got to ride. Um, I'm just gonna be under real quick. It's wow. Under one and a half is minus two twenty five. Jeez, dude, I what? God that's damn, insane, bro. Might have to take the over on that. The over one and a half is plus one seventy five. 
see, I want to take. See, my... I'm scared. I'm scared to yeah, do that though. That's that's a tough that's thing, thing. Wow, that's juiced. That's incredible. I've net. I haven't seen that set. It wasn't even. Was it that big on the last Sherman fight? I don't even. I don't remember, dude. Honestly, Chase Sherman is an enigma. An enigma. <laughs> um, that's incredible. Anyway, all right, let's get to this main card. Unless that fight's on the main card, I don't even know. But I don't know what what's what isn't what isn't. But okay, I am officially gonna give a box up bump to Ode Osborne. Yes, that's what I like to hear. Ode moving down to flyweight. Okay, he he got caught with a flying knee from Manel Cop last year. Sick yeah. knockout by Manel Cop, but it's like. Mm-hmm. That'll happen. Manel Cop like is a rising prospect in that division. Like this shit happens. But I think Oday is too. He Vergara, who we just saw get a nice win as a big underdog. Yeah, he fought. Ode they fought. Oday beat him pretty. It wasn't convincing. Like Vergara probably got the last round, but like he looked good. He, he for looked sure fast. won the first two though. Yeah, yeah, he looked really fast. Um, and he's taking on Zaruk Adeshev. Um, he's from Uzbekistan, which is cool. And he is one and two, one and two with dog. How is he? How did he get into the UFC after three professional fights? It's my question. He's a he's a four and three record. This is someone I think Ode takes care of, bro. We're the odds in here. He's minus one ninety, and Zaru is plus one sixty. I think minus one ninety is a great parlay piece. Oh yeah, and the under two and a half is my is is uh, pick him, which I like. And let's see, Ode by finish is plus 165. I'm all over Ode in this Ode. one. Boxed up bump to Ode. Let's do it. Yeah, I, we only I have so many to him. give out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Well, we only have we only have so many boxed up bumps to give out. And with with a, with a car that's lacking in, you know, fighters you ride consistently, Ode, this is your opportunity to shine. Maybe you can get nominated for a boxed up fighter of the year. Who knows? Maybe this is maybe this sick knockout and then another one in the fall. Yeah. And we'll, he's right there. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're um, in contention if you do that. Yeah. That's or all you do need. Do something funny. Do something yeah, funny. I do so. Know. Yeah. Do a twerk your ass after a knockout. That'll yeah. get you on the. Speaking of that, we'll, I want Jordan Levitt to fucking knock Patty yeah. out so bad. <laughs> that, that is, we'll talk about that when we get there. But uh, beautiful. Okay, Pollyanna Botelho versus Karina Silva. Um, odds, give me the I odds. Have, all right, the odds are Silva is minus 125 and Polina is plus 105. So another very close line. Uh, Karina is 1-0 in the UFC. What It was on the Contender Series. And then Polina is... Three and three in the she UFC. Got some gross losses. Calvillo, yeah, Cynthia Calvillo, Jillian Robertson, and Luna Carolina. That's the girl that got knocked out by Molly McCann. Dude, I think you got to go with Silva here. Or, yeah. Making her debut? You think so? I mean, in terms of the momentum and their career path, I think you have to. Dude, I... But again, I don't know. But I think, Kurt, yeah, I think Silva under two and a half is plus one forty, which isn't a huge line for a women's fight. I probably won't touch this one, to be completely honest. Again, I'm so, I'm signing with Silva. Both these women's fights are like brutal. Just yeah, 
I might just have to parlay a couple of times. I don't know. Might get a little sneaky tomorrow. We'll see. But I got nothing else other than that Pollyanna lost to Jillian Robertson, which is – was it by sub? If it's by and sub, it's a little Cynthia, bit. And Cynthia Calvillo. Were we there for that fight, bro? No, 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 no. The Robertson fight, is that what you mean? Yeah. No, this is in 2020. Because remember Robertson fought the, the Cachoeira girl who was, like, gouging her eye? We weren't there. We were. We missed it. It was like the first fight of the night. Oh, okay. Well, I remember that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was when Calvillo was like maybe good. I don't know. Whatever. That's true. There was a time when she was maybe good. Yeah. But she's not. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, fuck that fight. I mean, with all due respect, maybe it'll be a banger, but I got nothing for it. Oh, uh, all right. What well, we got? Mike Trezano and Lucas Almeida. Yeah, so I mean, Trezano's three and two, lost to Grant Dawson, who's on a tear right now. Um, and you've got Lucas Almeida, who's lost the contender series, and now he's in the UFC. So yeah. Almeida's okay. plus one eighty five and Trezano's minus two twenty five. Sure. <laughs> um I'm trying to find something <laughs> interesting to say about this fight. Um, Under two and a half is plus 155. I, I, well, my main question is how does Almeida get a fight after losing his only fight in the contender yeah, series? Maybe he did. Like maybe a- he looked good or something. I don't, it was a decision loss too. Thing. Yeah. Um, Trezano beat Ludovic Klein, who just got a fight scheduled today. Um, That's pretty sick. Him versus Bob Mott, it would be a banger. He beat Devontae Smith and looked really good on short notice. Um, so maybe that's yeah, a good win for that. Trezano. Good win for Trezano, but yeah. a good loss for Trezano is to Grant Dawson. Yeah. And Hakeem Dawad is pretty decent too. He's not, he's not yeah. bad. He's not great, but he's not bad. Um Trezano should win this fight. Trezano should win this fight, absolutely. I got nothing else for it though. All right. What is our uh, what are our thoughts on this co-main? Dan Ige returns. All right, ready for this? There's Mavzar Evloev. There's not a I'm not gonna throw a boxed up bump because we got the Ode's got the boxed up bump. I'm not a huge Dan Ige guy, but I am gonna be betting on the plus 300 on the co-main event for this fight. He's gonna break, he's gonna turn that zero into a one on Evlaw's record and get that big win that he's been looking for. Dan Ige, he's been right there so many times, bro. He I know. isn't – I mean, he has a very strict peak. Whenever he gets up against those big boys, he loses. He lost to Cater in a decision, lost to Gosh, the Zombie man. in a decision, lost to Emmett in a decision. We were there Saw for that. that. Um, But he – you know, had a lot of wins before that, and he has some finishes, and he's got hands. Um, and this other guy, I mean, he's undefeated. He's got five decision wins in the UFC. Ige is really hard to finish. If you're in a decision battle with Ige, I think there's a very good chance he pulls out regardless of who it is. And the question is, do you think Mosvar is on the level of the zombie and Emmett and Cater? Because we don't know. I'm, we don't know. 
We don't know. Exactly. We don't know. So with that being said, I'm taking the plus 300. So I think that's insane value. I think you got to take the plus 300. I mean, Ige is hungry, bro. He's hungry. He needs a he needs a win, and he needs again, a big win like this. Evloev was supposed to fight Toporia in the uh, I think it was the Colby and Masvidal card, but uh-huh. look, his last three wins we we're just talking about Hakeem Dawaru. That's a fine win. Nick Lentz, Mike Grundy, Enrique Barzola, Sung Wu Choi, Rafael Diaz. Like these are names that I don't really put any stock into. Sure, exactly. he might think, he I, might be up next. Yeah. I you know he very well could dominate Dan Ige, but if Ige is plus mm-hmm. three hundred with the amount of experience and shit that he has, I'm I'm comfortable taking that. Exactly, bro. The amount of experience he has, what he's seen in the Oxcon, that he's fought like three of the top ten guys right now. Yeah, a few are in the top five. So, and the under two and a half is plus one seventy, which is very interesting too. What is in, like, what what is in, Ige just knocks him. I was gonna say, what's an Ige KO? Ige KO is plus a thousand. Dan Ige will live up to his nickname and get the 50k performance bonus with a knockout of Mazar Evloev. That's that would be fucking happen. awesome. That's That'd what's gonna awesome. Dan 50k Ige. Great nickname. I love it. I love 50K, it, baby. Even though he's very uh, decision uh, oriented fighter. Yeah. Hey, I. I'm riding with Ige. I'm gonna. I think. I think he's due for a win. The line's huge, which like could be for a reason, but that's what I'm doing. It is worth noting he's two and I three. Seen enough out of Eliyev yet. Ige's two and three in his last five, but the win against Barboza is like was kind of a robbery. So he might should be one and four in his last five. But yeah, it was a robbery. Still gonna take the plus three hundred. I'm fine with that. I had Barboza that fight. All right, on to our main events. Um, Alexander Volkov and Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Like, this is a nasty main event, bro. Like, I would rather I mean, have, gonna, I would rather I have this as a, a prelim on a pay-per-view than a, than headline a fight night card, to be completely I honest. would, too. I'm still excited for this fight. I mean, there's going to be a not. Someone's going to get finished. Who's um, it going to be? The under three and a half is plus one of five, which I love. Okay. I love that. Um, Rosenstrike plus 140, Volkov minus 160. Rosenstrike's what? Plus 140? Yeah. And by KO, it's plus 200. So you might as well just bet that. Wow. I mean, I think I think, I think, think it's Rosenstrike KO. I think he's going to win by KO. Same. But Volkov, I think Volkov's it's a good conf- Volkov is confusing, bro. I still think he's there. I still think he's there. He's lost to a bunch of the big boys. They're these two fighters are very similar in the yeah. fact that their peaks are very similar. Uh, they I'm, lose- dude, like I'm surprised they haven't fought before. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, facts. The, like they they lose to the big boys and then beat the the guys they should be. So this this should be an even fight. Um. It's weird. I think it's a good matchup for Volkov because he can use his reach and he's bigger than he's taller than everybody in that division, it seems like. Um, but Jarzino's got hands. So I don't know. I guess for me, I haven't seen enough from Volkov lately to make me side with him. And I think this is also a fight where I think if the line was switched around, I'd probably bet on Volkov. Yeah, it's dog or pass. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. So I'm going with the value in Jarzino. 
Yeah, I, I think I think Rosenstrike KO. He's he's due for like a highlight KO. I think. I it's, think so too. It's about time when you see Biggie Boy let those hands go, and and let yeah, he the, has not uh, been fighting much. Let the Surinamish power go. Yeah. Um, shit, sounds good to me, man. Rosenstrike. This is the weirdest card ever, but like it should I be know. good. I think it should be good. No, I think so too. Fights, I think, so I think too. it would be a good card. I'm ready. I, I I have. I mean, just all the um, the close lines. You rarely see that. Right. There's very few. There's only three fights that are plus three hundred dogs or above. Yeah. And two. I'm two. I'm gonna take two of them. So there you go. <laughs> unders, <laughs> unders, and more unders. All right, let's let's see. My my picks to click. I I like uh, Blanchfield to show that she is actually a problem. Give me Alex De Silva submission, and give me Ode by KO TKO. Okay, hold up. So you like JJ Silva by submission? I like Blanchfield, not JJ. Oh, but Silva by submission. Yes. You like Blanchfield money line? Yes. <laughs> Didn't even change the odds. <laughs> and um, what was the last one? Oh yeah, Ode by KO. Oh, it did never mind. It did change the odds. So that is a plus five thousand parlay. There and there's go. a bonus available too. Mm. Mm, it's I a free a little... bet. Hmm. I might have to I get mean, a, I might have to get a little gross with my bets tomorrow. I'm it's a we free had, bet, so why we had a we had a week off. I need to just like I need to go all out and bet all the Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I mean Alex De Silva submission is plus twelve hundred. I think that's gonna happen. Book it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love hey, I, I might say hey, I might do that late honestly irrational confidence yeah um okay, okay. any and do we have any Artura's extracurriculars before we get out of here yeah I'll keep it quick sorry the energy's been pretty low this episode um but uh Ignacio how do you say his last name Bahamandes yeah Bahamandes has a fight against Ludwig Klein it's gonna be a banger yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be lit. Um, the for the little Singapore tournament, whatever thing, the fights got scheduled. No notable names, but we're both in agreement that there's gonna be some good fighters come out of that. And I, I'm yeah. excited regardless. But I wish the UFC did like a one t- fights eight, two fights seven, three fights. We six, need them to do that, tournaments, dude. Like, come on, that man. would be so cool, bro. That'd be really cool. Um, and so here's okay, so. Uh, Haskar's record has gone from 25 to 7 to 21 and 11 to 19 and 12. Oh my god, so they're subtracting wins and, and adding, adding losses. That's not That's good, so funny. Not good. Um, Shamil is fighting Almeida, which oh, dog, I forgot about that. That is incredible. Poor Shamil, dude. Hey, this is the big step in their career, though. Everyone needs their Shamil win before they're you know, true. Put in. I, I, dude, I don't. I don't think he should stay at heavyweight, dude. Like, I mean, if he's fighting Shamil, who cares? Okay, yeah. Maybe it's just because no 205ers want to fight, honestly. Yeah. It's an easier route to the top, too. 
I mean, uh, okay, if he goes, if he stays at 205, which I really want him to do, we might have like a Hamzat situation with him where he just dominates everybody. That's true. It's only been one fight. Though, it's early so. to say. It's been two. It's been two. Yeah, but no. one was a heavyweight. Oh, true. But anyway, I just, I don't but see. Every, I, it's hard to see him getting beat. Is what I'm. Is what I mean. Every up and coming heavyweight needs their Shamil win. So true. 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 Hopefully, he'll get that. Um. Is it true that John McCarthy said that Nick Diaz would beat Kamara Usman? I, I think I saw it in a tweet. He's kind of a, he's kind of irrelevant now. Yeah, like shut the fuck up, big John. Yeah. Oh, this this is a big one actually. Um, okay, so I saw this um, headline. It's Paulo Costa was taken to Brazil police, oh. police department after allegedly elbowing a nurse because of a vaccine card. I've seen multiple reports come out, so I think it's true. I saw um, spinning backfist. Uh, MMA junkie came out with one. I haven't really read about it, but I mean, this man is like, what? The he's, hell? he's Brazilian Sean Strickland. Yeah, it's, it's pretty accurate. Oh, I think they need to fight each other. I think they should fight each other. That would be great. That's pretty wild. I mean, imagine taking a fucking elbow from Paul Costa, bro. Matt, yeah, you're just you're just a nurse, and you're like, okay, here's your vaccine, whatever it was. <laughs> And then he's just elbows you in the face. Yeah, dude, that'd be so fucked. Um, I don't got much else. I mean, Levitt is gonna fight Patty the Batty. Let's we would go. both want Levitt to win. Uh, the Chook got a fight against Fiore, so I'm hammering Manon in that fight. Oh yeah, that's in Paris. And have too. we have we talked about uh, Ortega and Rodriguez yet? No, I don't think. Well, maybe, maybe we have, but. It's going to be on ABC. It's in Long Island, of all places. I don't know why they wouldn't have a fight between two Mexicans on the West Coast or in Texas, but yeah. I'm not Dana White. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to be so torn trying to pick a winner there. Like, I'm going – I mean, I'm going to be riding Ortega regardless. I, I, yeah, like I have here, to. I'm an I'm Ortega guy, but I, I also – It could go either way, though. That's yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's going to be a really close fight, and I like Yair as well, but – I'm excited for that. It's coming up in about a month. So that that that's an everybody everybody wins fight for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But shit, man. Anything else? I think this card. I, I'm I'm predicting it's gonna be gonna be a banger. It's gonna be a lot of finishes, yeah. a lot of excitement, a lot of crazy shit's gonna happen. Hopefully, a lot of finishes. Hopefully, it's not one of those cards where we get like five split decisions and like seven point deductions. Like I don't want yeah. more of that. No thanks. Hate those three illegal strikes. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. All right. Well, box up. We'll catch you guys next week for UFC. What is it? 275? I think yeah. it's five. Yeah. Wait. Or no, it's six. What was the last one? 273 was in April. Two se- yeah, it's 275. Okay. 274. What, what, who even fought on the last one? Why can't I? Uh, oh. <laughs> Dude, who uh... fought on the last pay per view? Our brains can't do this uh, pride, man. dude. It was uh Oh, it was Oliveira and Gaethje. God damn. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. I need some food. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we got we to get out of here. All right. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> See ya. Oh, brother. <laughs>